Good morning, everyone. This is Reverend Dr. Paul Gibson with today's Healthy Marriage, Healthy Family podcast. Yesterday, we looked at the biblical tools of confession and prayer in regards to what do you do uh, with the sin and brokenness in your family? What do I do with the sin and brokenness in my family? And we looked at uh, the first two of four components from Scripture, confession and prayer. Today we're going to look at repentance and forgiveness. What do you do with the sin and brokenness in your family regarding repentance and forgiveness? Let me read to you from Luke 17, 3. Jesus said, So watch yourselves. If your brother or sister against, sins against you, rebuke them. And if they repent, forgive them. Even if they sin against you seven times in a day and seven times come back to you saying, I repent, you must forgive them. Very strong words from Jesus in regards to what we are to do in regards to forgiveness and what we are to do in regards to repenting. A few things I want to point out. Uh, One of the main things that Jesus was emphasizing here was the need to forgive. He even used uh, the word seven, which from a scriptural standpoint means completion or perfection. And what Jesus is saying is that our efforts to forgive are to strive to be so perfect that if someone sins against us time and time again. And again, he says, if they repent, we must forgive them. So there's a connection there between confession, repentance, and forgiveness. And if our brother or sister hurts us and they repent, we are to forgive them. Well, if our spouse hurts us and they confess and repent, we are to forgive them. Now, let me talk a little bit about what does it mean to repent. Well, a very simple definition of repentance means to turn away from godly, I'm sorry, to turn away from ungodly or sinful or broken behavior. So let's say that uh, your spouse sins against you and they come to you and they repent. They confess, they say, I did this, honey, I am sorry, I'm going to repent of my actions. That means that they must make the choice to turn away from whatever that action was or to turn away from whatever the behavior is that is causing them to hurt you. So in my own marriage, if I were to go to my wife and say, hey, honey, I'm sorry, I did this, I'm going to repent of that, that means I'm making a commitment to turn away from whatever sinful behavior it is that's hurting our marriage. If I do that, Scripture implores my wife to forgive me. Now, the opposite is the exact uh, same case in regards to if my wife does something that hurts me and she confesses and she truly repents, she truly turns away from that behavior, then I am called to forgive What does this mean in our marriages? This means that we must find times to confess and repent and forgive in our marriages. Now, I don't want to leave out prayer. We talked about prayer in yesterday's Healthy Marriage, Healthy Family podcast. Prayer is in there. Um, But just for today, focusing on repentance and forgiveness, there must first be a confession. Then there is a repentance. There is a turning away from whatever sin it is that's hurting our marriage. And then the, uh, the spouse that is receiving the confession, the spouse that is seeing the repentance, must work to forgive. Now, with Luke 17 in mind, and with the principles of uh, forgiveness and repentance in mind, let me ask you a question. What sinful or broken family behavior do you need to turn away from in order to create a more healthy family? What sinful or broken family behavior do you need to turn away from in order to create a more healthy family? In other words, what sinful or broken family behavior do you need to repent of in order to create a more healthy family? Now, a few days ago on Healthy Marriage, Healthy Family, we talked about how sometimes we are called to confess. 
confess our own sins. But sometimes we must confess the sins of our family. I like to call that flying into the teeth of dysfunction. So if you were able to do a genogram, if you were able to look at the emotional health of your family, you probably saw some unhealthy patterns, some sinful patterns uh, in your family and in your family's history. Sometimes we're called to confess those. Confess that our family has a pattern of alcoholism. Confess that our family has a pattern of shutting down and not working out conflicts with our loved ones. Confess that um, our family is a constant um, example of power struggles. And we understand that all that generational sin can be passed on to us and it can affect our marriages. Well, sometimes we must confess that to our spouse that, hey, honey, my family has a tradition of alcoholism, and because of that, um, I, I'm going to enter into this marriage and I'm not going to drink because I don't want that affecting uh, our family. Or, again, I've, I've shared this with you before my family struggles with anxiety. And one of the things that I had to confess to my spouse early on is that I struggle with anxiety. Uh, and again, a sin that. Um, it's generational, a sin that sometimes I choose to feed through my behaviors, but it's but it's broken, messy sin nonetheless. So I confess that. Um, and sometimes looking at our genogram, sometimes looking at our emotional family tree means that we have to see things that we don't want to see. We have to see patterns of generational sin that we don't want to admit are there. And again, I like to call that flying into the teeth of dysfunction because sometimes we choose because we love our spouse and we love our children, to stop the unhealthy patterns of generational sin by choosing to confront them, by choosing to admit that they are there, and by choosing to confess and repent of those sins so that those sins are not passed on uh, to our children and on to our marriage. And I call this flying into the teeth of dysfunction because this is extremely hard work to do. If you are someone who for the first time, sees a, sees a pattern of generational sin. Or more specifically, maybe you're not the first one to see a pattern of generational sin, but you're the first one to make a choice to do something about it. That can be extremely difficult to do. But hear me say this, it's extremely holy and necessary. Doing whatever is necessary to stop the pattern of generational sin being placed upon your family and being placed upon your children. So know that seeing those patterns and and working to confess and repent of those patterns um, is an extremely hard thing to do, but it is so, so worth it. Um, Now, let me read to you 1 Peter 4.8. Peter wrote, Above all, love each other deeply, because love covers over a multitude of sins. We've talked this morning about confession and repentance. Well, what does it mean to be on the other end of that, to be receiving that confession and to be witnessing uh, that repentance? According to Peter and according to Jesus, we're called to forgive. And, and a question I would encourage you to think through today is, what sins committed against you do you need to forgive? Are you holding on to a sin that your spouse um, committed against you maybe a day or two ago or a week or two ago or maybe even a year or two ago and your spouse has confessed and he or she has repented, but you're still holding on to it. Scripture calls us to do the necessary work to forgive. And why? Because Peter says it. Love covers a multitude of sins. So here's how it works. Confession to a spouse, along with being forgiven by that spouse, equals love covering a multitude of sins. 
Confession to a spouse plus being forgiven by that spouse equals love covering a multitude of sin within marriage. Now, we are not the ultimate forgiver of sins. Jesus Christ is. But again, according to Luke, what I read earlier today, we are called to embody that forgiveness and to forgive someone when they confess and repent. So what do you do in regards to the unhealth and the brokenness and the sin that's in your emotional family tree? You confess, you pray, repent, and forgive. And I pray as you're listening to Healthy Marriage, Healthy Family, that you see those four biblical characteristics, those four practices are going to be part of everything we talk about here at Healthy Marriage, Healthy Family. Confessing, praying, and repenting and forgiving when it comes to your family. This is Rev. Dr. Paul Gibson with the Healthy Marriage, Healthy Family podcast. You can contact me at RevDrPaulGibson at gmail.com, R-E-V-P-A-U-L, or I'm sorry, R-E-V-D-R-P-A-U-L-G-I-B-S-O-N at gmail.com. This is Healthy Marriage, Healthy Family. We hope you have a good day.